Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Within the Lines would not be possible without Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast and has been how we have made our podcast for over two years now. Anchor has everything we could need to make a podcast. And if you were thinking about starting your own podcast, you definitely should take advantage of their resources. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. We have fancy mics. You don't need a fancy mic to use Anchor. When hosting on Anchor, you can even distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Wherever you want to listen to your podcast, Anchor does that work for you. You think me and Tyler are smart enough to figure this stuff out by ourselves? Absolutely not. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And of course, the best part, because me and Tyler are cheapies, Anchor is totally free. Anchor's been great for us. It's been what we have been using. Um, We highly, highly recommend it. And if you were thinking about making a podcast yourself, we encourage you to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Let's get back to the pod. Welcome back to another episode of Within the Lines. Coming at you on September 3rd, 2019. It's my birthday month. About to turn 21. Hey, yo. So, so I'm excited. Uh, today, you know, we've been away for about nine nine to ten days. Uh, today, starting the show as always with some baseball talk. What's new there? If you are a frequent listener, then you should know that by now. Then, you know, as baseball season winds down, football season returns, and we are going to be previewing the NFL season. Uh, just a little basic preview, some playoff predictions, some uh, possible disappointments and surprises for each conference. Mm. We're also going to be previewing September movies, something we're doing every month. Uh, technically, we are three days into September, but month is just going. No movies are released yet, so we're good. One movie that is going to be released, not in September, that we're excited about is Joker, which released its final trailer the other day. I'm going to break that down for you. And then finally, we're going to end it with a list, another five-part list. We're going to break down the five weirdest things we're bad at. Not necessarily so weird per se, just not like, not your your ordinary things. So like, we're not going to say math or oddball things. We're bad at yeah, just things you know that like some people are strangely good at and we are strangely bad at. So let's do it. All right, this is getting put back in the beginning of the show. I forgot to mention it in the show, and you'll understand what I'm saying. We are giving away a Thor Funko Pop in the middle of this show. I don't want to tell you exactly where because then you'll just skim to it. I will let you know it's somewhere in the middle. It's it's t- it's next to things that are kind of related to it, so you can get a gist of it if you listen to the outline. Um, but that shouldn't matter. You're going to listen to the show, and you're going to enjoy it. We announced the giveaway winner, and uh, you got to listen to win. So let's do this. Also have to message us within the week. But well, we told that in the give- when we announced the giveaway. I'm all out of order here. We're recording this after the pod, but putting it in before the pod. Yeah. Some Inception-level shit. 
don't feel so good. Hulk! Smash! Hey, look up. You can put it on the board. Yes! All right, Tyler, we're starting the show off with baseball. I'm starting the show off by saying all right, like every episode. You got, right, anything right, new? Right. you got anything new about the Angels? Not listed in our outline. Um, uh, Mike Trout's a beast. He is pretty good. We had, did have the MLB lead in home runs until today. What is, how many does he have? 43. Bellinger hit 43 last night. Well, before last night. Yeah. He I, had it. They've all gotten kind of cold. I don't know. Well, Trout's on base percentage was still pretty good. But Yelich, I was looking at the numbers. Oh, no, I think Yelich's on base percentage was pretty good. I don't know. I looked like two days ago in the last week. They were all like kind of cold. Yeah, I'm not even looking. I know Mike Trout's won an MVP, and that's the only thing we're getting this season. Do you think he would win MVP if he was in the NL with these three? Or do you think the narrative of one of them winning would drive it past, especially with Bellinger being on a playoff team? Um, No, I think they would just all three be neck and neck. I think it would be the belly versus yelly thing, but it would just be they'd find something clever for all three of them. But I'm saying do you think Trouty he would still win? Versus yelly. Or do you think It would be a Bellinger. lot closer. I don't know. I haven't looked at it. But probably Trout. I don't know because he's the greatest player on the face of the planet. I don't know how that. Uh, okay, but that doesn't necessarily mean most valuable player. Okay, LeBron James is the best basketball player, but it's one of those things mm, where he's they got to give it to someone else. He's washed up. Um, I don't know if they're gonna. It's gonna be interesting to see how much they value the playoffs because that's always been an argument in years past. But I feel like, and it's just me being a, a baseball fan and thinking everyone hates my team because everyone, every fan of every team thinks that. I just feel like people like Yelich more for some reason. Uh, I think he's more popular, for sure. So, but I, I think honestly, in the NL, Brewers and Dodgers are both going to be contenders. Well, the Brewers aren't in the playoff picture right now. They're not, but they're a decent enough team. But I'm saying if the Brewers don't make the playoffs and the Dodgers are the best team, at least in the NL, we know that's probably going to be true. Do they? You know, is that what gives Bellinger the edge? Well, maybe offensively, Yelich is a little better, but Bellinger's got like the defense and all the advanced advanced edge we'll see how important they rule advanced i think everyone's so far away from trout in the american league it doesn't matter hey justin verlander might make a case my friend go he might throw his, he's been a fucking beast but through his third uh no third no. no hitter second against the toronto blue jays who actually had uh the worst era against any team his worst era is against the blue jays but he's thrown two no hitters against them really yeah fun fact i didn't even know that he has like a 4.4 career era against blue jays but he's thrown two no hitters interesting yeah. He got he carved him up. I think 14 Ks he finished with. He's a fucking beast. Almost went into extra innings. They um, didn't score until the top of the ninth on a two out whatever. I don't know if it was like a home run single, whatever. So I didn't look up the stats, Jay. Okay. But I'm going to throw something out there. You can say no way. But I'm I, throw I know where you're going with this. Yeah. Best pitcher of our generation. I was actually thinking about this when Verlander threw his right after his no hitter. I was like, that'd be an interesting podcast discussion. The Verlander versus Kershaw debate. Verlander's a fucking beast. I think... If you look at the overall numbers, Kershaw has the edge because Kershaw had so many great years that you kind of became prone to it, like Mike Trout. I think when Verlander is at his absolute best, he's more dominant than Kershaw. But I think overall, I think just Kershaw has the numbers. I feel like Verlander, I mean, I don't know this for sure, but I think Verlander probably has better uh, playoff numbers. Well, yeah, anyone has better playoff numbers than Clayton Kershaw. but <laughs> Because he had a couple of them with uh, Detroit. Where they went on a streak where they they were making the playoffs. Yeah. So, I don't know, though, how much that factors into it. It it does factor some, but... I mean, they're both fucking first ballot Hall of Famers, no doubt, but... Yeah, probably... 3.51 ERA? Oh, wait, nope. 
I was looking at the wrong stat. Now that disregard. Mario Rivera broke the uh, the um, unanimous seal. I could see them going in unanimously, which is surprising. No one else ever went in unanimously. Unanimously, besides Mo, but yeah, I that's don't, neither I, here nor yeah, there. I never understood that, but I think both of them. I mean. How does someone going to say, no, Kershaw what isn't worth a Hall of Fame Well, it's vote? just one of those things where it's like, I only have 10 votes, and I know Kershaw's going to get in, so I'm going to use that vote Which is idiotic. on someone else. Yeah. It's stupid. Yeah, it's kind of dumb. Like, so you're going to not vote for Kershaw. You're not going not gonna to vote for someone because they're, you know they're going to get in, and instead you're going to use that vote on someone that you know is not going to get in. That's the logic, pretty much. I'm not going to vote for this guy that I know is going to get in, and instead, I'm going to use that vote for a guy who's going to get like 4% just so he gets some sort of credit. It's stupid. Yeah. Get the people in who deserve to be in. Yeah. Should I be agree. plain and simple. Yeah. I will say there might be that debate as far as Kershaw and Verlander, like best of our generation. Hands down, Verlander is the best American League pitcher of our generation. Yeah. Because, I mean, the only other one maybe in the discussion would probably be um, Scherzer. Well, he didn't even play in the AL that long. He played in the that's AL what, for like well, three that's years. What I'm saying. David Price, maybe, but maybe, but even then, David Price has a oh, Verlander has a ring too. Um, Verlander's got a fucking MVP. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm not arguing that. You're correct. Huh. He's a fucking beast, and I think you need to be real afraid come October, Jason. If we even get that far, I had a Oof. dream last night that we lost in the NLDS. To who? It wasn't last night. It was a few nights ago. I don't even remember. I just remember being heartbroken. Just whoever fill in a team, they're going to beat you. I'm hoping it's the Phillies. The that Phillies are like two games out of the wild card. Me and Miko can go. That'd be real fun. Easy win. The friendship uh, rivalry there in the playoffs. You're never going to get that with me, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared of the Nationals, dude. That's who I'm terrified of the most, honestly. Really? Yeah. The, the Nationals? The Nationals are the team that could be a wild card and make it to the World Series, and everyone would be like, really? The Nationals? That's what I just said, so okay. <laughs> Dude, they're pitching. Their one, two, three is insane. They got some good bats, and if their bats are hot, you know, you got Rendon. You yeah, got they have arguably Turner, the most underrated Juan player Soto, in baseball. Zimmerman. They're all pretty solid. It's all, they're a solid offense that can score enough runs to win games behind Max Scherzer, Steven Strasburg, and Patrick Corbin. So they scare me. That's, I, I'm not arguing it. Braves are pretty good. I feel like they're still inexperienced, and I feel like we have their number, especially at, in L.A., um, Cubs slash Cardinals slash whoever makes it there. I'm not really too worried about them. Even though the Cardinals always give us problems. Oh, yeah. Philly's been heating up, though. Have they? They have I just know their bullpen's terrible. That's why I want to play them. Uh, I just know Bryce Harper's been heating up, and by association, the Phillies have been heating up. (laughs) (laughs) They're like three games out right now, so we'll see. There's still a month to play. Right now, the Dodgers are going for the best record for a potential home field advantage in the World Series. I keep saying potential because I see a lot of Dodger fans upset about it. And like, dude, it's not even a guarantee we're going to get there. It's not even a guarantee we're going to play the Yankees or the Astros. What if you're getting all worked up about this home field advantage? Wow, they're bringing in Kenta Maeda out of the bullpen? Okay. Oh. Getting all worked up about this home field advantage. And then we end up playing like the Twins. And it doesn't even matter. <laughs> There's a possibility. So, we'll see. I don't know. I, I will throw this out there, Jay. Um, how you feeling about finally being not the first team to a 10-win uh, uh, landmark win? Yeah. I feel good. I feel like people are going to sleep on us now, and we're going to go on a run. <laughs> we're going to sleep on you. <laughs> we're only one game behind in the. No, yeah. Um, we're eighty nine, and they just showed it. I think eighty nine and fifty or something like that. Um, Yankees first team to ninety. I don't know what the Astros. Are Astros at. are at ninety two. I just think are the they? Yankees did it before like, them on the same day. Yeah, before them. I want to say actually the Yankees were the first to eighty two because I think we might have done it on the same day, but the Yankees played earlier or something. Hmm. Yankees are damn good. They're Can't fucking, deny that. 
They're insane. They gave us fits when they we hosted them last weekend. That's something we can oh, talk yeah. about on the pod. Yeah, that was a, not a good series for y'all. And then we followed that up with a good series in San Diego and then a bad series in Arizona. We lost three three in a row. All three we blew a 3-0 lead, I believe. Starting so. pitching ain't looking so good. Ryu is a little shaky. I'd rather him be Bueller shaky just now. got smacked around tonight. <laughs> I'd rather them be shaky now and then recover in October. Kershaw's getting old. It'd be a shame if he just declined in a season. I absolutely think there's a lack of motivation a little bit. Oh, I, that is absolutely a thing in baseball. That's absolutely a thing in sports, and people want to pretend like, oh, this person plays 100%, 110% all the time. They don't. You can't do that over a 162-game season. There's no fucking way. Especially, I mean, maybe, I think football might be the only one where people can go out every single fucking week. Well, there's 16 games. Exactly. But you look at basketball, you're playing 80 fucking games. Yeah, 82, And everyone's yeah. going to make the fucking playoffs in basketball. If you're a good team, you make the playoffs. I'll circle back to that basketball point in a second, but yeah, like especially now for the Dodgers, you know, in summer it's still summertime. You know, you still kind of got a little bit of energy. I've seen firsthand the grind of a baseball season with the Quakes, and like those, you know, it's brutal for those guys. You know, summertime, that's when it really starts to kick in. But right now, late August, early September, you're one month away from the playoffs, so you know it's right around the corner. But then you're playing in these meaningless games. Your magic number is seven at the beginning of September. That's ludicrous, and it's just like it could be, you know, a little hard to give that extra you know little you just find yourself in a lull you know everyone does that in life you find yourself in a lull and they're in that lull you know you find yourself in in real life you're two weeks away from christmas break or you're two weeks away from fourth of july or whatever and you're just like labor day weekend yeah you're just like in that lull until you get there and right now you know because the yankees i think the yankees were four and six in their last 10 too like i looked the other day the astros got hot they're like eight and two in their last 10 but it happens you know but circling back to basketball, that's another thing. Like, talk about Dwight Howard a little bit to go a little off. Ooh, I wrote an article about like reasons why he can be good, and I think he's on a playoff contender now, and that absolutely is a factor in all sports. You know, especially veteran guys like that. We see it on the Dodgers with David Freeze, Russell Martin. Like, they're gonna have more to give when they're on a playoff team, and every game matters, and you know you're playing for something rather than when you're on the Toronto Blue Jays and you're 20 games out of first place, you know, and you know that the season's kind of pointless. Like, yeah. it's hard to get going with those kind of things, you know? Yeah, so, I feel it. I mean, I still don't really feel bad for them. They make millions of dollars, but that's just kind of the <laughs> fact of the matter. You still got to go to your job and make that paycheck. Yeah. So, and I think with Ryu and the bad pitching, I think he's just tired. He hasn't thrown this many innings since 2013. He's worn out, you know. Uh, How's Kenley been doing this week? I know Kenley's, he had issues, like, a couple weeks ago. Oh, I'm completely, like, I think I'm anti-Kenley. Oof. And I've switched because I've always been the Kenley advocate. Like, oh, he's going to be all right. He was so good. And now he's okay and everyone freaks out. You're off that train? <laughs> Who do you want? Who do you want closing out your games? Fucking Clayton Kershaw. Just do what the Red Sox did last year. We don't need a closer, <laughs> dude. We don't need a bullpen. We can just use starters in the bullpen. What the heck's going on here? Someone get hurt? I think the umpire got hurt. But um, I don't know, man. He lets up way too many home runs. For me to be careful, com- careful, comfortable, way too Especially many. Especially when runs. you're bringing them in, like that's one thing. If you're a starter and you let up a home run here, or there, fucking closers, you let up a home run, you just blew the lead. Yeah. So you got to be a ground ball guy as a closer, ground ball strikeout guy. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if people have caught up to his cutter. I think his cutter is just cutting less. He's got less life on his pitch. He's getting older. He's getting older. You know, he had. Um, he had the heart thing last year, and then he also had like a slow spring training. He like hurt his hamstring or something so he didn't do spring training and that's when it kind of the signs started to show so i don't know and he's way too slow to the plate someone gets on first base it's like a guaranteed sec 
you know, stolen base. And it, it's just, I don't know. For if now, it's a one-run lead in the Game 7 of the World Series, and I have, I don't know, I think Henley might be like the sixth person I'd want on the mound. <laughs> Hindsight's twenty twenty here, Jay. Going back, beginning of the season. Was it Craig Kimbrell? You guys were eyeballing? I don't know if we were ever eyeballing. I know it was something the fans definitely wanted. I, w- I was kind of against it because he showed a lot it. of bad signs. Looking in back on it now, do you think that might have been a bad move? You think having Craig Kimble in the bullpen right now instead of Kenley would have been um, fucking good for you guys? Having him as an option, have putting Kenley in in the eighth now? I don't know. I don't know if Craig Kimbrell would have succeeded in the Dodgers. I don't. I wouldn't have wanted to paid him what the Braves paid him because um, it wasn't like Keiko where he got a one year deal. I think he got a three year deal. Yeah. Um, I don't know because we have Joe Kelly who started a year terrible and then was red hot and everyone wants him to be the closer. I think he had a bad outing the other night, which happens. So I don't know. Our bullpen. See, the thing with our bullpen is I think it's better than a lot of people realize. It's just that ninth inning that's the that's the issue. But in, as we've seen in the playoffs, you don't always need that ninth inning guy. It could kind of be a revolving door of I think even the matchups. Dodgers, when you guys played against the Astros, didn't Kershaw close out a couple of those games? Kershaw closed out some NLDS games. I know that for a fact. Like a, he closed, he closed out, out against the Cubs, didn't he? The Brewers last year he did. I know there's a couple years ago where he's he finished them off. The Nationals. The that was the Nationals in the NLDS. Okay. So. I mean, fuck it. Go to your starters. Have I mean, Kenley come in in seventh or eighth in a fucking pivotal moment rather than game on the line. Yeah. Have him come up against three, four, five hitters. In like the sixth or something. Yeah, exactly. Just use them when you need them. Like and an Andrew Miller. Else. Yeah. Which, and it, it's the Dodgers can do that because they have so they got seven guys who can throw three plus innings if they need it. You know they got the big three of Bueller, Kershaw, and Ryu, and then they got starting arms in Maeda. We have that rookie Tony Gonsolin who's been light fu- lights fucking out, dude. Like he's been incredible. Stripling can throw innings. The Lord and Savior. How's Dustin May been doing? Dustin May has some of the filthiest stuff I've ever seen. It just seems like there's like, uh, there like. He hasn't gotten over that hump yet, and he's young, so I don't know if he'll make the postseason roster. You know, we got Urias who can eat innings. We got some other good arms, but Dustin May has filthy stuff. I could see him being a one inning guy, but I, he tried. They tried putting him in the bullpen one game, and he let up a grand slam. And then Ooh. that's always, gotta be intimidating to see that red afro on the mound, though. He actually got hit in the head yesterday. Oh, I saw that. That was fucking brutal. Come in, came in out of the bullpen, did bad again. So it's just like I don't know. He's got these weird. It's like. I don't even think it's a mental thing. I think he's just a victim of circumstance. So, I don't know. And he's still young, too. He's going to yeah. be able to no, settle he's down fine. and mature. Well, like his sixth inning, his last start, because the whole thing is like in his sixth inning, his ERA is like 30, and outside the sixth inning, his ERA oh, is like one. Because all, almost all his runs are let up in the sixth inning. Because he had that grand slam, and then his first start, he let up three of his four runs in the sixth inning, and then his last start, he let up like three runs in the sixth inning. But the last one, it was... They hit a hard hit double. He hung a curveball, whatever. That's That happens. Then they hit a flare single over the shortstop head off the hands, like a two-seam <laughs> that he just flared. It was a good pitch. Nothing you can do about yeah. it. Yeah. Next guy we have shifted. They ground in where the shortstop would be. Double Would have been a double play, inning-ending double play. That's a base hit. Scores a run. And then they throw it to Turner. I don't know if you saw this. They threw it to Turner, and then the ball went through Turner's legs on a routine. <laughs> the guy wasn't even going to third. Just a routine throw and went through his legs in the dugout. That allowed the tying run to score, and then he had a man on third, one out. Machado hits a weak grounder to second base. That scores the go-ahead run. So he just had, like, a lot of misfortune. Yeah. yeah, so I don't know. We'll see about him. But we got arms. I don't know who I trust in the ninth inning, though. Gavin Lux, maybe? Ooh. My freaking favorite Dodger ever. I'm fucking stick with Russell Martin. 
Dude, he's got a 0.00 URA, man. Man hasn't allowed a run yet. <laughs> Dude. Name me another pitcher. <laughs> he's pretty fucking good, man. <laughs> Say fuck it. I, I mean, I'm open for anything right now. I could see him, you guys go into a long extra inning game in the playoffs. I could see Russell Martin sneaking out a save in the playoffs. <laughs> That'd be so incredible, dude. That'd be fucking awesome. That'd be so what incredible. what needs to happen. That would be incredible. Because, I mean, yeah, the playoffs are a bigger moment. I don't know. He's getting guys out now. What's to say he can't get guys out then? Especially no. in the playoffs, and the other guys are going to be even more nervous. Exactly. The hitter's going to be <laughs> nervous in the playoffs. And not only that... They're going to be fucking in the playoffs amped up. Like, oh, there's a fucking position player on the mound. And going to be swinging out of their fucking shoes. It's either going to be 470 feet or a fucking rollover ground ball to third. <laughs> I still don't want to see it, though. That still scares the shit out of me. <laughs> Season's shaping up good, though. Um, I, really, it looks like it's going to be Dodgers, Yankees, Astros. You guys have kind of set yourselves apart, I feel like. Dude, I, I don't think we're going to make the World Series. Like, I wouldn't be surprised. You know how hard it is to make the fucking World Series three years in a row? But as far as talent, regular season, Honestly, it's going to take a hot streak in the playoffs. My gut, dude, my gut says an NLDS loss, not even the CS. Damn. I, I just... That would be some heartbreaking shit. And if I'm wrong, I want every Dodger fan... Not for me personally. I'd be fine with it. <laughs> I'd actually rather lose in the NLDS than the World <laughs> Series. Don't get me wrong. Uh, every Dodger fan who listens to this... If we win the World Series, circle back to this. I want them to win the World Series. I'm not one of those pessimistic fans. It's like, oh, great, we suck. We're a very good team, and we have the team to win it. I think this is the best of the three teams we've had. I just have a weird gut feeling that something's going to happen. It's going to be our offense is going to go in a lull, or I just, I don't know, Ty. Be ashamed to see you guys. Especially because it's a five-game series, dude. That California team loves the heat. It's been real hot. The temperatures drop. You guys aren't going to be able to adjust. Postseason (laughs) over. No, it's not going to. Dude, when I went to the World Series two years ago, it was like 101 in October or some crazy shit. I remember sweating my ass off. Yeah, we'll, we'll be fine. But if the Dodgers lose, then that's just more time for me to watch the Chargers do magic in the 2019 season. And boy, can I not wait to watch my Saints because I have completely <laughs> given up on my Angels besides Mike Trout. You know what else is coming up soon? What? Our Pelicans. Fuck yeah, my, our Pelicans are. You're wrestling my Pelicans. I heard that. Uh, but it's our Pelicans. We've done this as a team, Jason. And... <laughs> Never mind. Carry on. What were you going to say? It'll come up later in the pod. Okay. So we wanted to do some predictions, uh, playoff teams. Did you list your possible disappointments and surprises? I did one for each conference. So four in total. Oh, Jesus Christ, Jason. You don't have to do that much if you don't want to. I do have one upset. That's it? That's fine. That's fine. If you don't want to do more, you don't have to do more. I didn't know we were doing all that. That's going to be right. I'm just going to off the fly here. On the fly. Who are your AFC playoff teams? My AFC playoff teams? Oh, we should have mentioned this at the beginning of the show. Uh, we'll just put it with a tweet. Uh, we have our Thor Pop giveaway. <laughs> you know what? Here, we're going to record something after we're done recording the pod that we're going to throw in to the beginning of the pod about the Thor Pop giveaway because we didn't mention that. Okay. So just, I'm not, I'm leaving this in though. So just ignore this listener. Go ahead, Ty. No, they're going to already know. They're going to be like, what the fuck? You already said it. Yeah, you already said it. What the heck? That's fine. Who do I got for AF teams winning this year, Jay? AF? AFC? <laughs> I mean, it's AFNF. <laughs> AFC, yeah. Who do you got? Who are your playoff teams? We're going Patriots. Okay, that's... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's a bold take. <laughs> it sucks that they play in a shitty division, dude. Yeah. Um, We're going to go Chiefs. Yeah. I hate to say it, but I'm thinking the Browns. Okay. AFC North, okay. And uh, Texans. Okay, who's your wild card teams? Wild card teams, uh, we'll see some Chargers. 
Okay, thank I'll you, some, Ty. I'll give some Chargers that. some love. I appreciate that. And I'm stuck between two. Honestly, Steelers. Okay, so we're kind of similar. I got so I got the Chiefs. Okay. In the AFC West, the Steelers in the AFC North. Okay. The East is the Patriots. The South is the Texans. Wild card going with the Chargers and the Ravens, which leads me to my biggest letdown of the AFC is going to be the Cleveland Browns. Okay. I just, you know, like they got a lot of talent. You know, Baker's electric. Odell Beckham's great. Their defense, I feel like everyone thinks it's really good. I feel like it's good, but not great. I don't know. I just feel like they're going to be let down. You know, they're going to have some tough games. People are going to, you know, they're not sneaking up on anyone this year like they were last year. It's hard to, I don't know. It's hard to, I feel like, I feel like they're one year away. I feel like they got like an eight and eight season and they're one year away from being a playoff team. Yeah. Which is fine. You don't have to be, I just feel like after seeing some success last year and I feel like, I don't know this for a fact, but I feel like a lot of their wins last year were against bad teams. I feel like they're not, they're going to, they're going to win, win the games they're supposed to win and they're going to lose the games they're supposed to lose. And that's going to lead to an eight and eight record. I think they'll be better than 8-8, eight and eight, but I think they'll just miss. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they just missed a wild card. I will say everyone's a little overhyped on them after I just gave them winning the conference, <laughs> our division. Uh, yeah. Baker Mayfield right now is third in MVP preseason odds. Yeah, I told you that like a few weeks ago. It's yeah, ridiculous. But it's, it's still there. Well, I mean, if we break down their schedule, they host the Titans. That should be a win. The Jets, I'll circle back to that, but that you know we'll say. The Rams, that's a tough game. They might lose. The Ravens in Baltimore, tough game. Let's say they split with the Ravens. 49ers, I feel like they take care of them. Seattle, but it's in Cleveland. I don't know. They could do something there. They have to play the Patriots. That's a hard game. Play the Broncos in Denver. That's tricky. Let's say they split with the Steelers. They probably win two against the Bengals. They probably beat the Cardinals. They beat the Dolphins. They beat the Bills, probably. I don't know. It's going to come down to those divisional games, honestly. But I see. I, I could see some of them dropping some of those. Some of those like should have won games, just like in a clunker. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm not saying you're wrong. Good. I will say my one team that I think is primed for a very upsetting season. Okay. The Los Angeles Chargers. Okay. Like a like a good way. No. Oh, a bad way. Very upsetting to the fans. You said we were a playoff team. I did, but I'm saying out of all my playoff teams, I could see the Chargers being an eight and eight team this year. Hey, as long as we make the playoffs, that's all that matters, man. I'm just, I think Philip Rivers had a great season last year. Yeah. But he's getting old. Okay. Probably not going to have Melvin Gordon. We, yeah. Actually, I don't know. We might have him. You might. If you guys have Late Melvin season. Gordon, if you have Melvin Gordon, no worries. I think we might have him like the last seven games. But I just, I, I don't know. I don't, there's no way Philip Rivers puts up the numbers he did last year. Okay, no, don't say that. He can absolutely do it. There's no way. Philip Rivers is the most underrated quarterback of all time, Tyler. We've been over this, dude. There's no way he puts up those numbers. He's going He's going to. Whatever, that's my prime for... That's fine. My biggest... I have a surprise in the AFC I want to throw at you. They're okay. actually not a playoff team, but I think they're going to be right there. I think week 17, they're going to have a game that determines whether or not they make the playoffs. They're going to narrowly miss. Okay. The New York Jets... Okay, I saw that coming because you said, I'll get back to the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> I just, Sam Darnold, he's also a second-year QB, wasn't very good last year. Very Nowhere to go but up. Down. They got Le'Veon Bell, who I think people are sleeping on, fresh game, legs. Game-changing player. Yeah, especially after a season off. They got a decent, they got a new head coach. They got, I'm pretty sure they have a decent defense, a good run, run-stopping run defense. And I feel, you know, they got two games against the Bills. I 
feel like they could win both of those. They got two games against the Dolphins. They're definitely going to win those. They should at least. They do have to play the Patriots twice. Um, they probably lose both those. Let's be honest. Um, they do have to play the NFC East, which is tough. So like the Eagles, Cowboys, even all with them. the Patriots. Though I feel like a Patriots are a prime team for a big upset game like that to lose the fucking. Oh yeah, Jets. no, yeah, they always do. Like that. the fucking last year against the Dolphins. Yeah. Then they play the Bengals. Bengals are going to be bad. They play the Raiders. The Raiders are going to be bad. Do you, do you even have to make that statement about the Bengals? <laughs> the Bengals ever good? <laughs> so like, let's say you know. Their non-division rollover games, you know, they got the Giants. They have a streak, so from, I don't know what week this is, but they have the Giants, Redskins, Raiders, Bengals, Dolphins in a row. That screams like a 5-0 and run that puts them right in the playoff spot. Also gets them confidence fucking a mile high. So that's a, that's a five-game run. If they win two games up until that point, let's say they're 7-0, and or let's say they win three games before that, they win four of those five. They're seven and whatever. For their final three games, so that would make them seven and six for their final three games. They do have Ravens, Steelers, Bills. So maybe they beat the Bills week seventeen, lose to the Ravens and Jets, Ravens and uh Steelers. They finish eight and eight. That's still probably a lot better than most people expect. I agree with that. My team, where I'm on the up, you know, charges run down, this is my team who I think could do better. But I don't know what the narrative is on them. I feel like their fans think they're gonna be a lot better than they are, but the rest of the nation knows that it's probably not gonna happen. The Raiders? The Jags. I feel like the Raiders could be interesting, but yeah, I could see the Jags. I think they got a new quarterback. Two years ago, they were a playoff team with Blake Bortles. Yeah, they got Nick Foles, who everyone is like, "Oh, he's not as good as everyone says he is." True, but what if he is? <laughs> there's, there is that slight, that slight, slight chance where Nick Foles is actually what they're paying Nick Foles to be. Well, they the they Jags have, a good have defense. the Jags have a total upset potential, like surprise potential. I mean, they got a good defense. They got a new look at quarterback. Leonard Fournette hopefully won't have, you know, his circus of a season that he had last year. He could be one of those breakout comeback player of the year type players. Like they definitely have everything set up to be that team that underwhelmed last year and then overwhelms this year. Absolutely. I I think they are prime position to make a fucking late run. And I mean, the Colts just lost Andrew Luck. Mm Mm-hmm. They could win both games against the Colts and Titans. Exactly. They could. Doesn't mean they're going to, of course. But those are very likely wins. They could probably split it with the Texans. Let's look at the rest. Five division wins? Well, they play six division games. That's what I'm saying. I'll say four. I think four is a safe But estimate. I'm saying if they are if they do get some fucking breaks to go their way, they could go five and one in their division. Besides that, they do have, they do play the, let's see, they play the Chiefs. That's tough. They're out of division games. The Broncos in Denver. That's tough. Carolina. Oh, they got AFC West. Yeah. Carolina. That's week one, two, three, ooh, four. They play, ooh. Sorry. Sorry, Week Jags. five. Why sorry? If they're playing Carolina, that means they're playing our conference, Saints conference. They are playing you guys the week after. But by that, by week five, Cam Newton's arm might fall off. That's just, uh, yeah. No, I wouldn't say anything about Carolina. I'm just saying they're going to have to play the Saints. They that's play you guys. Uh, the Bengals, that's probably a win. The Jets, as we mentioned, that can go either way. The Bucks, I don't know about them. Raiders, Falcons. Yeah, they could. You know, I could see them. Maybe the Jets and the Jaguars are both in the same boat in week 17. I agree with that. I think they're going to be right on the... They're going to be fighting for a wild card spot. I feel like I want to change my wild card from the Ravens. I don't know if I trust the Ravens. I just... Uh, the Ravens are good. I, I don't understand how they were good last year, though. Like, they were a playoff team last year, and I fucking... Yeah, well, their defense and their ball control, running, whatever. Yeah, but it, again, it's so weird to me that I can't buy in on them being a good team. Do you want to go to the NFC? Let's go to the NFC, Jason. Why don't, you, why don't you start this one off? 
So I'm going to start with my biggest surprises and my letdowns. Okay. You know what? NFC West, I'm going with the Los Angeles Rams. Okay. NFC North, Chicago Bears. Okay. NFC East, Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. Carson Wentz, I feel like everyone's sleeping on him. Oh, you see, he's going to be back. NFC wildcard team, one of them is the Seattle Seahawks. Okay. <laughs> the other wildcard team, team I see, Ty, and I know you're going to hate me for this, and you're going to... I see the Saints being a wildcard team this year. Okay. And I see the Atlanta Falcons winning the South. Okay. And that goes into my surprises and my letdowns. I think the biggest surprise is the Atlanta Falcons. I think the biggest letdown is the New Orleans Saints. Hear me out. I'm listening. I don't agree with one of those statements. The Falcons. I'll start there because you might agree with me there. Prime. They're in the same boat that the Jacksonville Jaguars in. The exact same boat. Had a letdown year last year. They don't have a new person at quarterback though. But Matt Ryan was secretly, like, statistically one of the best people in quarterbacks in the league. You know, he was the yes. second best fantasy quarterback. And they were still bad. They were bad because they lost a lot of their defense. They lost, like, their starting safety. They lost a lot of their linebackers. They didn't have Devontae Freeman healthy. Devontae Freeman's one of the probably six or seven best running backs when healthy. Okay. Matt Ryan, you know, if he does his thing, he's still got Julio. Calvin Ridley's a year older. Their receiving core is good. If their defense is healthy... They're good. They're going to have an easier schedule because they have like the third place schedule or whatever they were. And when I circle around back to the Saints, now I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let you start this by saying I disagreed with your Falcons pick. Wow. Wow. Please continue. The Saints. Um, they're coming off their second absolutely heartbreaking loss in a row. That takes a toll, and whether it makes them pissed off and they respond or it makes it has an effect. Drew Brees is not getting any younger. That's no surprise. And I said the same thing about Philip Rivers, and I was going to say the same thing about Drew Brees. And if you actually look at the numbers from last year, he was not very good in the second half, like the last six, six games or so. I think mostly the last four games. Something like that. Yeah, he was not very good. I think he'll still be a good quarterback, but I think this is the year where by the end of the year, we're like, what is Drew Brees going to do? I don't think it's going to be Peyton Manning's last year where he's like horrendous, but I think it's going to be like... He's going to have his games where he still throws for 400 yards, but then he's going to have those moments where he's like the two-minute drive and he just like doesn't do what he normally does. Now, so let's see. His last five games. Well, let's circle back to that because I want to talk about that more, but I want to get my picks out there too. Okay. NFC East, I'm right there with you. Eagles, Carson Wentz is going to be a fucking beast this year. Um, I just don't think anyone's giving them enough attention. They got a new running back. I don't remember who. <clears throat> Bad research by me. Oh, right. uh, Jordan Howard from the Bears. Do they? Yeah. That'll be big time for him. <laughs> NFC West, Rams. I'm not even second guessing that one. Uh, the North, I'm going to go with the Bears again. The Bears were one of those teams where I wanted to make them a letdown, but I think their defense I just don't is like going to be anyone great. else in that division. Yeah, I don't I don't see the Lions and Matt Stafford doing anything. The well, Lions are going to be trash. One of the four worst teams in the league. Aaron Rodgers is the most over- overrated quarterback of all time. Mm. I, I, no. No, no. Okay. Everyone puts Aaron Rodgers in the GOAT debate, and he's in the elite. Aaron Aaron Rodgers had the talent. Because yes. when Aaron Rodgers went in his prime, he was the, probably the most talented person in the league, like quarterback in the league. It's just now he's not anymore, and people still think he is. That's okay. my view of him. That's fine with it. But I think in his like three, four-year run when he was at his best, he was better than anyone else, Like, and it wasn't close. That's fine. Vikings have probably the most middle-of-the-road quarterback you can possibly have. <laughs> Yeah, and they I have don't get defense though. Yeah, I just I don't see the Vikings making. They'll go like nine and seven. Um, Maybe. and then I'm still giving the Saints the South. 
Okay. Because my heart won't let me not give them the South. <laughs> also, I don't like anyone else in our division. You were buying high on the Falcons. I don't think anyone else is. I think we're going to win by default. Here's the thing is I think the Falcons are going to surprise. And at the end of the year, I hope this happens so I can tell you. I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to be better than than people think. I think the Maybe. Buccaneers are 8-8 eight and eight potential. Potential, but very easily 4-12 and 12 potential. They got Nadamakon Sue. They got a new head coach. They got Bruce Arians, who made the Arizona Cardinals like a 500 team the year before they went like 1-15 or whatever. Like, Bruce Arians is like a really good coach. He is, but doesn't change who's on the field. Jameis Winston is was the, decent last he's year. He's terrible. He's his, a joke of a quarterback. I saw his numbers. He was pretty decent. He's a joke of a quarterback. He's underrated quarterback. He's not great. He's still middle of the road, but I feel like he's underrated. <laughs> I got the Cowboys and the Seahawks for my wild card teams. Yeah, I like the Seahawks. They just got um, Jadavion Clowney. Yeah, another weapon. So, and they're like really hard to beat at home. But circling back to the Saints, uh, yeah. Drew Brees in his last five games, one thousand twenty-eight yards, average two hundred five, seven touchdowns, one point four per game, four interceptions. One of those interceptions was bullshit. I remember um, that vividly. So we're gonna give him three interceptions. What's his completion percentage? Um. It doesn't say. Oh, 69, which is still pretty good. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. I see that you guys going like 10 and 6, honestly. I, I, I believe that. My thing here, Alvin Kamara is going to get more touches. He's most one of the most electric players in football with football oh, yeah. in his hands. Yeah. He isn't really splitting. We have, was Latavius Murray? Is that his first name? Yeah. He's going to share, you know, share to take some of the weight off of him, but Alvin Kamara is our true one. We now have Cook. At tight end, which gives Drew Brees an actual number two receiver. Last year, he only had Michael Thomas. Yeah. And that was literally fucking it. Drew Brees is going to have more options. So I can see Brees regressing, but also I feel like Kamara is going to have a better season than he did last year and take some of the weight off of Brees. And him at least having a second fucking outlet is going to help. That'll help. Exponentially. Cameron Jordan is primed for a big time fucking season. Cameron Jordan has consistently gotten better every single year. And I know you're going to be like, oh, ha, ha. Defensive player of the year. Dude, no one's taking that from Aaron Donald, Ty. I'm not Cameron saying Cameron Jordan. Jordan's not good enough to not be defensive player. Like, no one's taking that from Aaron Donald, bro. Cameron Jordan. The no. man is electric in every... He has as many fucking... Put pass- money on it. I will. I'll bet. I'll bet on it. <laughs> Ty, you're, no, that's terrible odds. I'm not going to bet a lot, but, I mean, it'll pay out good. I'm just saying, Cameron Jordan is in prime position to... Uh, get a defensive player of the year award and we just got a veteran linebacker which is arguably one of our worst positions as our linebacker core yeah i mean we have talent but like they they i don't know they felt uneducated (laughs) (laughs) they're good players but they they weren't there all and you know thought wise um and our defense is just fucking maturing eli apple's gonna have a full season with us where he he had a really bad video in preseason we're gonna ignore it See here's Marshawn Lattimore. I'm gonna let you finish. Okay. Third year. I'll let you make your case. But at the same time, Drew Brees is getting older, and we lost Mark Ingram. Drew Brees is getting older, and every year there's one team where it's like they have this guy, and they have this guy, and they have this guy, and that's exactly what you're doing right now. And there's always that one team where, for some reason, what they just let down. Maybe your Jared Cook takes because he's old he's still like 33 or whatever like, he's old but he's a decent maybe enough. he takes a step back mike thomas i don't think that's a step back that's a guaranteed at least as good as he was last year bare minimum 
The defense, I don't know much about the defense, so I don't want to say anything bad about it and not be It wasn't educated. great, but we're maturing. Kamara's <laughs> going to be electric, but you can have a great running back, and, you know, if it, it can come down to that last drive when you need to throw the ball. I'm not saying Drew Brees can obviously do it still, but let me run you through the schedule. Have you looked at your schedule? It's uh, fucking it's tough. rough. It's tough. <laughs> so, first week of the season, you host the Texans. Yep. That's going to be like a 75-point game, <laughs> like combined. <Yeah. laughs> that could be a game like the Buccaneers last year where you just lose. Not saying I think I would still take you guys in that game, but... I think we'll probably lose week one because the Saints are never good to start the season. But Drew Brees early in the season is going to be as good as he's going to get. But then week two, you head to L.A. to play the Rams. Redemption. Redemption and a healthy, young But you can't say that's like... He's the youngest he's going to be all that season besides week one. Okay, here's the thing. So you open with the Texans, the Rams, in Seattle. Okay. And then the Cowboys. That's where we make or break. If we win three of those games... Here's the thing. Season's on the up and up. They absolutely could win three of the four. They could absolutely win four of the four. But it wouldn't be absolutely crazy if they went 0-4. Oh I think that's what would. I'm telling you. I think we... It could bare happen. Bare minimum, we win one of those four. Either way, one and three. That's not great. It's not. Those aren't games where you look at it like, okay, that's a win. This isn't the Cardinals in week eight or whatever week Mm-mm. that is. Those are four games that are tough. And, you know, then you play the Buccaneers who are on up and up. I think you beat them. But you never know. The Buccaneers always play you guys good for some reason. It, it pisses me off, but yeah. Then you're going down to Florida in the humid-ass weather and playing Jacksonville. Drew Brees. Most overrated quarterback that they have at their position. <laughs> you were just hyping up the Jaguars, dude. <laughs> I had to. Drew Brees not playing in a dome. I don't know. I mean, some say he's just a product of the dome. Those are the most bullshit stats ever because every quarterback is worse on the road. Well, it just so happens that you get to your quarterback plays in a place where weather is not absolutely a factor whatsoever. Yeah, but it's just bullshit. Every quarterback is going to be better at home. It just so happens our home is in a dome. Well, he's, but him being his home being in a dome makes him less equipped to play outside because he's too used to the dome because he's too reliant on it. Carry just saying, on. it's going to be humid. I think the Saints win that, but that could could be a game they lose. Then the next week you're in Chicago. In Chicago. Early season? It's October 20th, but it's an afternoon game. But still. As long as we play them early season. As long as it's not bare weather in December. Still, that's a tough game. Cardinals, that's a cakewalk. Then you play the Falcons. I'm saying you split with the Falcons. I know you're going to disagree with me there. Buccaneers. I'll still give you both Buccaneers games and both Panthers games. Niners, I think you beat them. I think they're overrated. Colts, you probably beat them. Titans, you probably beat them. So your your end schedule is fine. Which is when you want an easy schedule. I could see five to six losses on the schedule, Ty. I don't I don't disagree with you. I said that we're primed for an upset, but I also love my team, and I'm standing by the talent we have. Also, one of the best head coaches of all time. He's pretty good. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you have as... Oh, so you already said your Saints and Falcons. Seahawks. Oh, yeah, the Falcons are my surprise. 49ers, Jay. I don't believe in them. I think Jimmy G's... Not that good. Okay, fuck you. Because just two weeks ago we were sitting here and you're like, I'm just kidding. Use the top I'm just kidding. I said that because I knew that. I still don't feel like they're that great though. I don't either, but I think they're primed for Jimmy G to come back and everyone to forget about him and him be electric. I feel like they'll be. Uh, they also have what is eight, it? Kittle. Eight. George Kittle is on one of my fantasy teams. The fucking beast at tight end. I need to pay that league fee actually. I don't know much else about the 49ers. But that's why they're primed for being a fucking big time under the radar team. Yeah, but they also have to play the Rams twice and Seattle twice. Oh wow, the Dodgers extended the netting. I just realized that. I knew they did that, but I didn't realize. 
like see it all the way to the foul poles uh, I, I think all the way to the part where it goes out right before the foul poles looks kind of ugly it looks like they didn't do it tight enough my team who uh i think is going to be could have the possibility of being a heartbreaker for their fans who are some of the most annoying fans in football cowboys yeah i don't see the cowboys make the playoffs i had them as a wild card i don't think dak prescott is a good quarterback <laughs> i don't think uh, ezekiel elliott wants bad. to play for that team yeah. if he doesn't get paid which is weird, but well, not weird. Well, he's two years out still. And it was Amari Cooper, is their wide receiver, right? Yeah, that's what I thought it was. I don't think he's as good a wide receiver as people thought he was. I think he had a really hot stretch when he got traded there. I think he's not going to be as good this season for them. Their defense is electric. Fucked up the Saints last year. Yeah, I just don't think they have what it takes. Did you think, make them your NFC East team? No, I had or the your Eagles. wild card. I had the wild. I put them oh. in the wild card. But I think they very easily could miss that wild card. Spot. I think they're a nine and seven, just miss the wild card team. I think they'll still put up a winning record, but I don't think they'll make the. Playoffs. I would not be surprised if they were an eight and eighteen. Super Bowl, probably the Chiefs. Honestly, Chiefs and Falcons. <laughs> I don't know actually on the NFC side. I think it's the Chiefs to lose, but I don't know. It'll probably just be the Patriots. See, I'm not even with that. I don't think the Chiefs are going to be as good this year. Oh, I disagree. I don't think. I, I mean, think Patrick gonna... Mahomes had one of the best seasons of all fucking time. But who just gets worse? Anyone who in a fucking sophomore slump. I know it's technically I... already his third year. That's it's like a, sophomore a baseball slump. thing, though. It's that's a sophomore like, slump. That's a baseball thing where they have matchup data on you and they can like throw you certain pitches because they have your hot cold, your hot zones and your cold zones. And you don't think He's they got tape on the quarterback. quarterback? But the weapons he has, dude. I'm the just saying weapons. I still have them winning he... the West. I just don't think they're going to be as electric as they were last year. Dude, lock it in. I'd put my whole bank account on them winning the Super Bowl. Just kidding. I wouldn't do that. But That's insane. Uh, NFC, the Saints. And that's not even a, oh, we were just good two years in a row like the Dodgers making it back-to-back. No, we got fucked over two years in a row. <laughs> One of which might have been our fault. Well, I mean, the second time. Nope. You guys had a chance nope. in overtime. One of which might have been our fault. I'm just saying, Ty. Okay, I know you're going to talk about the PI call. But you guys... That P.I. call, and that that kind of helps It helps your guys' narrative. That P.I. call just completely takes away the fact that you guys choked away like a 20-point lead or whatever it was on at home against a second-year quarterback, well, second, third-year quarterback who only had like three playoff starts, looked terrible in the Super Bowl, and then got the ball in overtime and didn't get it done. I'm just saying the, the call, if the, that call is made, then you guys win the game and none of that matters. But that exactly. call... That call. Point over. That call. Because I don't want to hear this bullshit narrative. So you can just ignore all the bad play that led up to that. Yes. It's still, because no. Because it's the fucking playoffs. But it's You're still gonna part You're going to win games by the, fucking one touchdown, one field goal in the playoffs. It's part of the team. You get any break you can. That's going to be a huge change when you're playing the best of the best. It's you, It's still part of the game. You can't ignore that they, they the blew Rams that lead. The Rams were the second best offense, maybe third best without, offense last But they year. didn't have Todd Gurley. And we saw how that impacted them in the Super Bowl. 100% impacted them in the Super Bowl. That and doesn't the, change the coaching even, and the weapons that they still have. You guys got like two turnovers in the first four minutes. I'm just saying I'm just saying the narrative helped you. You guys should have won the game. Don't get me wrong. But I'm just saying there was some bad signs in that game that people just look over because of the call. Okay, yes. And you had the but chance. Again, it's to, the playoffs. And your team had the chance to write the call. And get, didn't, didn't Again, get it done. You give another team, you give a team like the Rams extra opportunities, that's what's going to happen. You guys had the ball in overtime, though. It wasn't like you didn't get your chance. But again, you give a team like the Rams extra opportunities, that's what happens. If they don't get those extra opportunities, we win the game. 
Okay, but you shouldn't. They shouldn't have got the extra opportunity because you should have just scored in overtime. You're the one that gave them that extra opportunity of getting the ball. You can't guarantee a score in overtime. I'm sorry. It's the playoffs. Brees, it shouldn't have been an overtime. If Drew Brees is the goat, like your shirt suggests, then that maybe you bought he for me, should, that you paid for, then maybe he should get get the job done and at least get a field goal. Maybe that's absurd. Maybe it's absurd. Jeez, what was that? I think someone just died upstairs. Oh my god! I thought someone was pounding on your door. I was terrified. Jason, you're betting, man. Yeah. Who do you got winning MVP this year? Make a little bit of money. Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> okay, that's plus five fifty. What? Odds are plus five fifty. Why are they so high? Odd shark. Oh, they're still the lowest. Okay, yeah, yeah. Patrick Mahomes. That's a lame bet, Jason. I, I don't see anyone else winning MVP, dude. I'm sorry. Aaron Rodgers is a waste of money at number two. Baker Mayfield is a waste of money at number three. Carson Wentz at number four, plus eleven hundred. Don't think that's a bad one. Let me throw this one out for you. Andrew Luck at plus twelve hundred to lock that one in. Oh Jesus! <laughs> How are these odds still up? My mic. <laughs> oh, okay, you good? Hmm. Mitch Trubisky at eighteen hundred. If I had to pick a sleeper, better than Mitch Trubisky is more likely to win MVP than Philip Rivers right now, Jason. If I had to give a sleeper, I think my sleeper pick would be Deshaun Watson. Okay, Deshaun Watson plus eighteen hundred, same as Mitch Trubisky. But I just don't think it's gonna happen. That's fine. Aaron Donald, plus five thousand. It's a shame. He's Aaron Donald's probably the best player in the league. Um, well, he they did that NFL one hundred thing. I think he was number one. He was, but I just I don't know. If you compare him to like his peers and everything, compared to his peers, yes. But I just feel like pl- that's what WAR calculates with Mike Trout. So well, it's not just <laughs> shut the fuck up. My thing is just any defensive player. I find it very hard to give them MVP would be most valuable. Because I, they just don't make enough happen. You get a 16-sack season. That's an insane season. That means you hit, you know, knock the quarterback down one time a game. Well, that's just the tackles. But they're still getting pressured all the time. Yeah, they and are it getting opens pressured. up the rest of the line to get to the quarterback. And I'm just saying. It's just, I, it's really hard for me. Um, Lawrence Taylor won it. He's the only defensive player ever, I'm pretty sure. Really? I think so. It's just hard for me it. when you got a guy like a quarterback who literally touches the ball every single fucking play. Compared to a defender, well, see a lot who, of people think the same way as you. That's why we don't get a lot of other people that win it. And that's, I think it's the right way to think. Unfortunately, don't get me wrong. I don't think defensive players are you know you can just fill them in. A good defense makes a fucking team. But I don't think I think if you get a star quarterback that can make an offense. I don't think if you get a fucking star defensive end, it makes a defense. I'm just saying it could happen. What if <laughs> what I, if Mahomes gets hurt, Drew Brees? has a bad year see here's how aaron donald wins it is aaron donald has his aaron donald type year uh, jameson winston is more likely right now well because he's a quarterback but here's the thing (laughs) is like he might be more likely but the way that aaron donald could win is aaron donald has an insane year gets close to the sacks record maybe breaks it whatever and then no quarterback really has a great year that's the only way that could happen a lot of things would have to happen mahomes would probably have to get hurt drew Brees would have to have his regression you know it would take even someone like Philip Rivers, you know, because if Philip Rivers has the year he had last year, the Chargers are the playoff team, and he's the tech, you know, he's the best quarterback. They'll give it to him. So, you know, it, it would take a lot. Now, with the highest odds on non-quarterback: Aaron Donald and Ezekiel plus five thousand, uh, Saquon Barkley, Dak Prescott. Oh, so Saquon Barkley and then Alvin Kamara. I really thought uh, Gurley 
girly through like seven well because his knee but through like seven weeks eight weeks last year he was probably i think it was like him and mahomes was like well and breeze but it was like those three like yeah right now khalil mack christian mccaffrey uh Le'Veon bell and alvin Kamara all have better odds than todd Gurley. man's yeah. injured or maybe if a quarterback does have a good year and it's not on a playoff team and the the rams go 14 and 2 with jared goff throws for like under four thousand yards Here's something we aren't talking about. What? What if the Rams are an upset team? Okay, you keep saying upset, but upset is usually like a team that's bad that does nope, good. Nope, they're upsetting the fans. <laughs> I think disappointment or letdown. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, I can see it. Jared I can 100% Goff see is it. A, they're going to be worse than this year than they were last year. Jared Goff's a good quarterback. He's not an elite quarterback. He's borderline, maybe. Statistically, he's elite, but he, yeah, he's not there yet. I agree. And if they lose their MVP caliber, offensive player of the year caliber running back. No, yeah, it's going to make a difference. They, Absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. Aaron Donald, he's a big man. It'd be a shame if he got injured. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. Um, that Daryl Henderson guy, everyone's hyped about him. They're the guy, he's the guy they drafted. But I think Gurley's more healthy than we think. I saw a report. I don't know. I thought I talked about this in the Potter report like two weeks ago that they did like sprint speed recording and it was like his fastest sprint speed ever recorded. Which, that's just running. That's no contact. But that's a good sign for your knee. I think either way, even if he's healthy, they're going to use him less. Also, don't want to question his character. What if man was injured? He's top of his game. PEDs comes into play. Oh, my God. I don't know the man. I know he likes cats. You need to stop throwing PEDs out there, Tyler. <laughs> just, it's very common. <laughs> it flies under the radar. And it's a prime Todd position Curley's for not PEDs. On, Tyler, you need to stop accusing. You're going to get sued. Gonna, I'm just saying it's prime position. I'm not. I'm saying I'm not questioning his character. I don't know who he is, <laughs> but I'm saying I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. <laughs> oh my god! I think the Rams will be like twelve and four. I don't see. See, that's the thing why I'm so in on the Chiefs. The Chiefs are the only team I see in the league going like thirteen and three or better. I think maybe. I think there's gonna be like a lot of eleven and five. I think this is the year the Patriots die. Mm-hmm. That's what everyone said for the past six years. So yeah, <laughs> they're just. It's like in roulette when it keeps hitting red and you just bet red until it eventually hits back black. You just throw all your money on the Patriots until it eventually loses and you'll probably end up winning money still. I would agree with that. So I'm Jay, I'm looking forward to the football season. I love me some football. Can't wait for these storylines. I have a week one parlay actually that I know this wasn't in the um outline, but I want to throw out to people if they want to make there. money. Um, I honestly, I'm going to, because my dad's going to be in Vegas, I'm going to have him put this in, on for me. Okay. Um, where are you going? Drake. So, football odds, if you're unfamiliar. Within the lines, that's part of the reason we're called within the lines, football lines. We never really covered that, though. We started the last week of the football season. Yeah, we started. <laughs> so, uh, one game you should definitely look for, Atlanta Falcons plus four against the Minnesota Vikings. Um, that four points is criminal. If they lose by a field goal, you win the bet. I went in mind throwing some money on the money line in a parlay sprinkle some plus 165 money line i think the falcons could win outright um like you like i said i'm buying in on the falcons they're gonna sneak up on the vikings who kirk cousins can't beat quarterbacks that are better than him matt ryan's better than him i don't think they should be uh i don't disagree with that i don't like the falcons but i really don't like the vikings bet number two is going to be who just hit a home run is that lux oh no it's matt Beattie. Um, home run or home run bet number two again criminal line i'm gonna go kansas city chiefs minus four at jacksonville i understand oh my week God. one it's humid 
You're only Put giving your bank account on that. You're only giving the the Chiefs four points or the Jags. However, you're only giving Jacksonville four points. That's the narrative right there that they got a new quarterback and they're going to be elite. That was an iffy. We talked about that as an iffy. Another one to look at, maybe. That's insane. I'm going to bet that. Let's do a four-team parlay. Thank you for bringing this to my attention, Jason, because you just made me. Some I don't money. know if these are the Vegas odds, but these are the my bookie odds. Let's say Atlanta Falcons money line, Chiefs minus four. How about a little bit of Los Angeles Rams minus three against Carolina Panther? Uh, actually, stay away from the Rams week one. Stay away. Oh, I'd, I'd hammer that too. Panthers are washed up. I just don't know with the golf and Gurley and everything. The third team, if we're just doing a three-team parlay, I think I'm going to go with the New York Jets minus three at home against the Buffalo Bills. Both bad teams. Jets have the higher upside. No, Jets are on the up and up, bro. <laughs> Got to watch out for Josh Allen. If you just do those three games, I don't see any other games. I really. Oh, actually, fourth game. The Denver Broncos and the Oakland Raiders is a pick 'em. Ooh. At least on my bookie. Don't know how. I the Broncos win that ten times out of ten, I believe. You think? I think the Broncos the Broncos Raiders might be the most surprising team. Receiver. We should have talked about the Broncos. No. Antonio Brown is no. The Broncos <laughs> have a sick defense. Their quarterback's still gonna be whatever. I feel like they're gonna run they're gonna beat the they're gonna beat the Raiders. They're gonna be a borderline team, I feel like. I feel like they're Are gonna... they not going to beat the Raiders, though? Think about it. That's a very easy game for the Raiders to win. I'm just saying, if you parlay those four teams on I a $50 bet, that's an $892 those... payout on a $50 bet. If you parlay bet. those four teams, that game's going to be the one to fuck you. Kansas City Chiefs minus four. Atlanta Falcons, money line. New York Jets minus three. Denver Broncos pick them. Monday Night Football. I agree with one of those bets. I'm going to throw like 20 bucks on that. Like I said, that's a lock for the Chiefs game. It's fucking insane. Even if okay, even if we even if we take the Broncos out, let's take the Broncos out. Fifty dollar bet instead of an eight hundred ninety three payout, it'd be a four forty three. So I mean, it helps. You need to bet four hundred forty three dollars just on that Chiefs game. <laughs> the Chiefs minus four. Yes. Yeah. There's no way they only win by a fucking field goal. Hey, you never know, man. No, there's no way. You were you were hyping up the Jaguars, my friend. Again, that was a very much. Uh, let's make a storyline out of this. <laughs> I don't think they're actually going to be good. I left them out of my playoffs. I think they'll be good. I, I think they still lose this game by at least a touchdown. I think it's a 21-point blowout. I think it's like a touchdown. You give me 10 and a half, and I'm still taking the Chiefs. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's my that's my parlay of the week. Getting back to what I was saying, Jason, I can't wait for these football storylines. <laughs> okay. And uh, I also can't wait for some movie storylines okay. in September. Do you remember the 21st night of September? 21st night because that's the night after my birthday and my birthday falls on a friday so we're all partying on saturday so and it also could be the night after you see rambo last blood because that comes out on your birthday september 20th you know i know we do like this movies to look forward to in september there is not a single movie i'm looking forward to yeah i'm with you too i told you this is by far the weakest month of the year as far as movies i think rambo's coming out which i honestly i think i've seen the first rambo could care less looks like an all right little action flick it chapter two is the most intriguing and probably going to be by far just dominate the fucking box office. I feel like people don't go to the movies in September a lot. Maybe that's why there's that's why there's no releases. releases. Yeah, yeah. It chapter two though is coming out. Going to be by. I mean, it's not even a competition. I feel like. I don't think I'm going to go to the movies this month. There, I do still want to see Peanut Butter Falcon, but we'll see what happens with that. 
it's a hard movie to see because it's like an indie film or whatever but yeah there's if sorry um if you're looking forward to zeroville it chapter two well, we talked about that if you're looking forward to zeroville the fanatic the goldfinch which i think the goldfinch just by the movie poster looks like one of those movies that actually has really good ratings it's rated r running with the devil downtown abbey abominable abominable judy or 21 bridges if you're looking forward to those movies i'm sorry i'm not there's just no way around it oh. That's a badass poster for 21 Bridges. It's got Chadwick Boseman in it, Black Panther. Yeah. It's a picture of his face. The sign says, the only way out is through him. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now, Tyler. And he's staring you in the fucking face, isn't he? Yeah. That poster is intimidating. I will not see the movie, but very good poster. The Goldfinch. Oh, I have seen this movie. It's that movie. I don't know if you've seen the preview about the kid. His mom died in that bombing, and it's like about his life or whatever. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah. I have not seen that. Yeah, it has uh, the guy from Fault in Our Stars. Ansel Elgort. Oh, okay. Elgort. Baby Driver, also. Great movie. Never saw it. That movie looks like a movie I might end up what? wanting to go to the movies on like a discount Tuesday because oh. I haven't been in the movies in a few weeks. And talking about Baby Driver. Baby Driver is a great movie. And Riley suggests it, and then I go see it, and I'm like, oh, that was an okay movie. Now, <laughs> just going off of the like uh, early reviews for It Chapter 2, not looking good. Yeah. Wasn't the first one just a remake of the original and the second one is like branching off that? If so, I'm not mistaken. I believe so, but the second one is the people from the first movie all grown up. And they're like, they come back to beat this Pennywise. This one that's coming out. Yes. Spoiler alert. They beat Pennywise. Yeah, probably. Don't but have to watch the movie to, to It's know supposed that. to be like flashbacks of them when they're younger and when they're older. And yeah. so it has all the young actors still from the first It along with Bill Hader, uh, Professor X from the X-Men franchise. I can't remember the actor's name. Oh, um, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, okay. Continue. Yeah, early reviews say that it is not good, and it's a fucking three-hour-long movie, which is insane. And that the only thing to look forward to is Bill Hader in it, which I like Mason Bill Hader. Trainwreck, uh, Saturday Night Live. What else has Bill Hader been in? I don't know. Uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yep. Small role, but yep. Nee. What are you okay. looking up here, Jay? I'm not looking up. I'm adding to my list from earlier. Okay. Um, what I was going to say is I guarantee the ending to it, and I don't actually know this, so if I end up spoiling it, sorry, is <laughs> they're going to be like, wait, why are we scared of this guy? He's just a fucking clown. And then it's going to be like, oh, they're not scared of me anymore. I can't haunt them. And then he's done. And he's gone. It's going to be some lame shit like that. Bold take. It's going to be some lame shit like that. If you see the movie, let me know. It's going to be like one of those things where they realize they don't have to be afraid of him. And they're in control of their own fears, not him. We're adults now. Not scared dark no more. Yeah. It's going to be something (laughs) stupid like that. Watch. Yeah. Other than that, I could give two shits about any of these other movies coming out. And even this one, I probably won't see. Yeah, I'm not going to. Like I said, maybe that Goldfinch movie. But speaking of movies, we have a Thor Funko Pop to give away. If you've stuck around this long to uh, hear the giveaway, then congratulations. You have a chance to win. We specified in the tweet, you have to listen to the podcast to, or at least listen to this portion to win the pop. Um, the we rules are... We will not are, be announcing it on Twitter. We will not be announcing it. We will, we will send a tweet out, new episode live, with, and we will say in the tweet, the winner of the Funko Pop announced. You know, we don't want to just completely leave everyone in the dark. Um, the rule is... You have to tweet at us. Or DM us. I think our DMs are open. Either way. Just let us know that you listened that you, and you heard that um, you won. 
and you have to do so before at the end by Sunday night. So by midnight of Monday, should should that be what we do? Yeah, yeah, no, because we record the next episode, and if they don't, yeah. Collect so it, by the midnight, it gives away midnight that goes into Monday. If you have not tweeted us, you have not won. Um, we'll probably send another tweet out Monday morning about the giveaway or something, and then we'll pick a new winner. Well, everyone that responded in the initial tweet will still be included, and anyone else that adds on to that will also be included. You could also be included, um, but you will not if you don't respond. Let us know. And just so it's fair, I'm on random.org right now. Oh, um, that's Sunday, September 8th. So when the clock strikes midnight on Sunday night and it becomes September 9th, and you have not tweeted us or let us know, you are no longer the winner. It's like Cinderella. And you have to pay for all shipping and handling. Just kidding. That was a joke. We got that. (laughs) Although I do think one person who entered it in lived in another country. Well, just don't pick them. I'm just kidding. (laughs) kidding. (laughs) Again, random.org, completely random. Anyone who followed us and either quote cheated or replied yeah the question was who do you blame in the sony disney marvel debate and this person i actually saw we had a conversation with jason completely random oh so you did you put everyone's name in a random.org and you pressed random i did okay completely random 3hl alex 3hl alex i don't know who that is does he follow us make sure we got to make sure he follows us oh oh 3hl is that is is that oh i see him he does follow us Ultimate Doyer. Love the name. I love my oh, family. That's, that's real unfortunate that he's winning, but it's all right. I love my family, the Dodgers, and tacos. <laughs> One third, the host of Three Hours Later podcast. Hey, maybe we need a podcast uh, little crossover, Alex, if you're interested. I mean, we did just give you a free Funko Pop. You were the winner of the Thor Funko Pop. Let us know by, as we said, Monday. Um, anything nice to say to Alex? Congrats. We've been meaning to give that Funko Pop away for like four months, and it's just been sitting <laughs> on my window shield. Or window shield. Uh, seal. No. Window seal. My, uh... Windshield? Window seal. You're it's right. Been, just been no, you're right. Your car? <laughs> you're right. <laughs> just like our YouTube channel that we post every two months and say it's back and then it's not back. That's a shame. <laughs> Congratulations, Alex. We're going to move on to our top five. No. No, we're not, Jason. We're sticking with uh, comic book themed. Sorry. Joker trailer dropped. Jason, why don't you let me handle the segues? Okay. You just fucked it up. Okay. Fine. <laughs> looks pretty good Joker trailer dropped and i am fucking hyped earlier reviews also came out for this movie when does that come out october we can watch that come out in september and we're just fucking stupid. no i think it comes out uh in october here are you worried that your expectations might be too high no because the first reviews came out and it's already got an 89 percent on rotten tomatoes 9.7 out of 10 on imdb 9.8 on what i'm looking at but i believe you <laughs> doesn't 90, sound like it 96 percent on google Bradley Cooper is a producer. Did you know that? Oh, shit. No. I did not. But that October makes sense. 4th. Todd Phillips is the guy who did The Hangover. He's the director, I want to say. Yeah. I am fucking excited for this. Everyone says it is dark and gritty, and it's going to make the audience feel uncomfortable at points. Good. I just hope it's not too scary. I hope it's even more scary than what you're hoping it's not. Why? So I cannot go? No, because I want a dark, gritty fucking movie. I don't this care. Okay. amazing. Scary, like, thriller, like, oh my god, that guy's so scary. That doesn't scare me. I just don't like jump scares. I've been feel, over this. That's fine. I don't need jump scares. I want to feel uneasy in my seat, and all the reviews are saying that's exactly what's going to happen. Early Oscar buzz for uh, Joaquin Phoenix. I am fucking excited, Jason. Put me in a time capsule. Wake me up when September ends. Wake me up. Because I want to see the Joker movie. When September ends. Um, yeah. I'm not as excited as you, but I'm excited. So do we know if it like goes based off the comic books, or are they taking like their completely own route here? 
Uh, it's an original thing with inspiration from the comic book. So they wrote their own story, but it's still inspired by, I think, the killing joke they said they pulled from, which is like the biggest Joker comic. Yeah. Um, Riley bought that for her brother. I'm familiar. Oh, okay. I'm fam- I'm, I'm so fucking excited, dude. The trailer is like so pages. creepy. Here's my concern. Ooh, I was... Let's hear it. From a personal standpoint, I know the whole movie is about him turning into Joker. Mm-hmm. I'm a sucker for Joker. And if it's like 95% him turning into Joker and he's only Joker for 5% of the movie, I might be a little upset. I don't... Th- and I know that's probably not a problem for you or most people. That's just me being into big names. I think it's probably going to be 60-40. I think right after the middle of the movie, he's going to be Joker. And like... Is he going to do Joker things? Like, is he going to... Because obviously, there's there's the whole, like, Batman theory that it's like a young Batman or whatever. But he's not really fighting... Oh, I think it's already confirmed. Well, yeah, but he's not fighting anyone, at least. Not that we know of. I think, you know what I mean? I think the quote-unquote good guy or villain, however you want to look at it... Is himself. Well, no, it's uh, Batman's dad. I don't know his first name, but... So, the movie's going to end with him killing his dad, probably. Yeah, probably. We can confirm that. I'm not going to confirm it, but I'm, and I'm a betting up, man. I'm putting that in my parlay. And that'll set up Edward Pattinson and Joaquin Phoenix. No, Joaquin Phoenix does not want to do this again. Really? He wanted to make a one-off story. Not part of the really? DCEU. He wanted to make one story, tell one story. Then what's the point of, of doing the Batman roots? Just because that's connected with the character. You have to have okay. Batman if you have the Joker. But no, Joaquin Phoenix, before anything, he said he didn't want to join like the MCU or anything. He wanted to tell one story and play one character and dive into this character. Okay. And that is what I am so excited for. We're going to get this little taste of him and it's going to be brilliant. And I can't fucking wait. And he's got to be doing Joker things. The trailer showed him like with everyone with those clown masks on all over the city and shit. And like all the shit going on in the train. And yeah, it it looks so good. Yeah, I watched it. It's obviously going to get compared to Heath Ledger. Oh, undoubtedly, but as long as they take a different spin, which it looks like they're doing. I went on a kick the, like, this was like a month or so ago, and I spent like an hour just watching every, it was like a 40-minute video. It was just every Joker scene in The Dark Knight. I pretty much watched like half the movie of just all the Joker scenes. <laughs> but it was a great time. It was. It was like, damn, dude, this is freaking pretty good. This is pretty fucking good. I think Robert De Niro is going to be really good in this movie, too. Um, He's like a T. It kind of looks like he creates the Joker in a way. Yeah the thing because he shit talks and then he loses his mind and then he looks like he fucking takes over his show yeah that's gonna be good it's gonna be good i love me some robert de niro he's like that grumpy old actor i know who robert de niro is no but i'm just saying like i only know one movie that he's in meet the fuckers yeah he's in dirty grandpa terrible movie. oh isn't he isn't he known for being oh my god i'm gonna get killed for this scarface <laughs> do not think so Jason. one of those movies like scarface um, slash uh godfather isn't he in one of them? No, I don't think he is, Jason. I'm going to look here for you. I, th- I want to say, what is it? He's old as hell, dude. Taxi? Yeah, yeah taxi Goodfellas. I'm thinking of Goodfellas. Okay. No, he's in The Godfather Part 2. See? Oh, Part 2. Okay. Maybe he's in Part 1, too. And Part 2 just clicks up, pick, whatever. See, I'm not stupid. I'm stupid, but I'm not that <laughs> stupid. I'm fucking excited. I got to see if he's in The Godfather now. I don't think he is. Oh, he's not even listed in... Oh, wait. What is this? God, my internet research is so... What if he just Oh, no, was... yeah. He's just in Godfather Part 2. Have you ever seen The Godfather? No. Me either. <laughs> he's great in Meet the Fockers. I love that movie. He is great. Dude, he's been acting forever. Oh, he's, he's old as shit. Oh, my gosh. He's old as shit. Dude. 
And that's funny how that's like the movie I know him from. Oh, also, I mean, we haven't talked about it, but Martin Scorsese, who's like a well-known person, is releasing a... Is it a Netflix movie or something? A Netflix movie that's getting a theater release called The Irishman. So he could be Grammy nominated? Or not Grammy. He's got a beautiful singing voice. Stupid. Um, Oscar nominated? Either, I don't know, Robert De Niro's in it and they're doing like the de-aging shit. Movie is going to be three and a half hours long. I think he's releasing it because you have to release in theaters to be nominated for an Oscar. Maybe. I know it's like a month before and then it well, goes no, to Netflix. Well, no, because didn't their Netflix movie win something? Yeah, but it might have been released at like festivals or some shit and then brought to Netflix. Probably. Who's the... Steven Spielberg, he's the guy who's all pissed off about Netflix being able to win awards. Which is stupid. Because he said it's easier for more people to see the movie. Okay. Which I guess it's true, but... That so doesn't make it any better. Yeah, just or make worse. a good fucking movie. <laughs> He's made a lot of good movies, Ty. He's just old man. Maybe maybe we do top ten overrated, top five overrated movie producers and directors. Top ten, top five, whatever overrated. Because I think I'm gonna put him on that list for being a grumpy old man. He's overrated. Steven Spielberg is. Ty, Back to the Future. I've uh, only seen parts of it. Great movie. My dad actually, fun fact, watches Back to the Future every single night to go to sleep. Every single night. Every single night. That's a load of shit. I swear to God. That's a load of at, shit. At least at home. At home he does. Every single night. Because he sleeps on the couch. Because, Mom, I know you're listening. I'm sorry. My mom snores really loud. <laughs> so my dad sleeps on the couch. And uh, every single night. And I asked him, I'm like, what do you do when we're in Vegas? And he's like, I watch uh, Criminal Minds or some show. Watch Back to the Future Part 2. <laughs> well, it's one of the three Back to the Futures he watches. And I was all, I was in the living room when he was, like, getting ready for bed. And he's like, this is the part right here. And it's just the the, the pre-movie, like, screens or whatever. And it just goes, like, doo-doo-doo or something. He's like, oh, I love that. That's how I know it's bedtime. And I was like, what the heck, Dad? That's absurd. He said it's such a familiar sound that it puts him to sleep. <laughs> ask him about it, dude. I That's swear fine. to God. That's fine. I'll have to ask him about it. I swear to God. It's, yeah. You know what, Jay? That's a weird thing. It is. That's a real weird thing. <laughs> and you know what, Jay? Sometimes we're bad at weird things. Yeah. I want to hear your top five list of weirdest things you are bad at. I have no particular order. Neither do I. I'm going to start with number one. Something we talked about last week. We talked two of these things we talked about last okay. week that inspired a list. I'm going to go squinting. Squinting. You were very bad at squinting. Have you practiced this week? You're still garbage at it. <laughs> I went 20 years of my life not knowing how to squint. I and, don't fucking get it. And the most astonishing part is it took 20 years for me to realize that this whole time I haven't been squinting. You're, I, I don't get how you're so bad at it. I don't know how to do it, dude. I, That's not squinting. Maybe I am doing it. Move. Maybe I am doing it. I just don't know I'm doing it. No, you're know. not doing it. <laughs> I, I can tell you from an outside perspective, you're not squinting. But then when I just close my eyes like this, it doesn't help my vision. Like it's supposed to. Well, it's not to. supposed to help your vision. It's supposed to help you like focus in on something. It doesn't help it me helps focus. You if you do, like if you need glasses, it helps me because it like changes. See, I think my eyes are just so good that it doesn't. My eyes are so bad, I'm going to lead it squinting. <laughs> yeah, I'm terrible. Number one on my list, Jason. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of adjust it. I have making a quesadilla, but also slash, <laughs> <laughs> slash making grilled cheese. <laughs> Anything that involves melting cheese on the stove, I can never get the cheese to melt. And it's just cold cheese in between a hot quesadilla or a hot um, bread. I, I don't get it. And that's a weird thing I'm terrible at. How I, do you mess that up? I, I mean, the, I don't make grilled cheeses or quesadillas, but... It's not that I mess it. It just doesn't melt. And How I do you either, do it? 
I put the bread on, put the cheese on, put another piece of bread on top? I think that's your problem. I think you have to go bread, cheese, cheese face down in the pan. That's not how you do it. It sticks to the fucking pan, dude. Non-stick. Okay, go home and do that. Some go home and do that, and then send me the Snapchats so you scrubbing cheese off the pan. You know what? I'm going to Google how to make a grilled cheese. No, I've seen other people do it the same way I do it, but they get the cheese to melt. And I don't get how they get the fucking cheese to melt. Are you taking... Maybe you got to take the cheese out of the fridge, let it get room temperature, and then melt it. That may help. But That's I am fucking, fucking terrible at it. And I was telling Victoria that because we just did it last week. Are you pressing it hard down with the spatula? Yeah. Try and get that heat in. It just doesn't fucking melt. But she could do the exact same thing and it'll melt? Yeah. It's witchcraft. I have a curse. <laughs> I was cursed sometime in my past life. Oh my god, that's great. By a little old Hispanic woman who made it to where I cannot make a good quesadilla. That's great. This is the kind of content I'm here for. This is what this list is all about. Um, <laughs> my second one, I'm going to go based off what we were talking about earlier. Riley can definitely attest to this. I'm terrible at knowing celebrities' names slash faces. Ooh. I'm complete opposite. I am. I, like, I know names, and I recognize faces. It's putting the two together. The two. And it's, like, obviously big name people I know. But, like, for example, we were talking about uh, T-Pain, okay. me and Riley in the car the other day. And I was like, Riley, T-Pain's one of those people where if you show me five pictures of five black guys, probably can't tell you which one T-Pain is. Might be a little problematic the way you phrase that, but continue. Five rappers, whatever. (laughs) And the person I selected ended up not being T-Pain. When she scrolled over to T-Pain, I was like, oh, that's Quavo. (laughs) (laughs) Totally not joking. Like, like I was going through the list and I was like, oh, that might be him. That might be him. Got to T-Pain and I said, no, that's Quavo. That was... That was the one I was confident in that wasn't T-Pain, and I thought it was Quavo, and it was T-Pain. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's great, Jason. (laughs) Yeah, it was bad, dude. She texted Jake. (laughs) I just can't do it. I can't do it. I'm terrible with, like, celebrity names and faces, dude. Okay. That's fine, Jason. Number two on my list. Bringing it down a little bit, because this is going to make me real sad. I'm very bad at first-person shooters. Absolutely. And I don't fucking I'm surprised get it. With. I've played games my entire life, right alongside all of you guys, <laughs> and I'm so bad at first-person shooters. Yeah, there it's was your reaction time. I, there was one game that I was okay at. I don't even remember which Call of Duty. Advanced it was. Warfare. It might have been Black Ops Three. I feel like you were a decent. I feel like no, because Advanced Warfare you were kind of bad. Still, I think. I think Advanced. I think Advanced Warfare you're bad. I think Black Ops Three you were decent. I don't know, but I don't know which one it was, Jay. But I'm fucking... You were okay at Counter-Strike? You were getting pretty good at Counter-Strike. Counter-Strike and we stopped playing. Yeah. But anything like with a controller, like a console, first-person shooter? I think it's just a controller. It might be. Because I even have problems playing Minecraft. We play <laughs> Minecraft and I'm like trying to place a block and I like jump back and forth between where I need to place oh the block. It's yeah. the analog sticks. My thumbs weren't made for this. I need a mouse. <laughs> Are you okay? I heard Victoria yell Parker. No, it's good. She's texting you? It's alright. Okay. What's number three on your list, Jason? Well, no particular order. Um, what is the third thing you're going to bring up on your list, Jason? I'm going to go with cleaning off my windshield. Okay. <laughs> For the life of me, and I guess this applies to all glass products, I cannot clean my windshield. Like, so when it gets a little foggy on the inside or whatever and it gets smudged, I try to clean the inside and it just gets absolutely worse. I like think you just smudges. Wrong, 
You get everywhere. the wrong products, and I'm going to be honest with you, Jay, it takes a real man to clean a windshield because you got to apply some fucking pressure to get that shit out of the way. I think you're being a little too soft with it. Even the gas station little scrungy things you can clean, I can't do it. I just leave smears everywhere. And it's been like that my whole life, cleaning the, the, the glass door, sliding glass door. And I just can't like clean windows. I, I just leave smears. you got to get different products. But the windshield is like the biggest fault of it because I'm driving and it's foggy as fuck. I'm like, I know I can't fix this. I physically cannot fix this. Mm. I don't know what it is, dude. Okay. I try so hard. Okay. That's unfortunate. It's a weird thing. I, I, I mean, you're I bad at it. I know. <laughs> I hate it. Jason, number three on my list. As your computer goes black. Killing flies with a fly swatter. Okay. There's been a fly <laughs> flying around this fucking apartment for a good week and a half now. I thought their lifespans were like three fucking days. I think it's like 30 days for a house fly. It's a little baby one. I don't even think it's a full-grown housefly. <laughs> exactly. So he got his whole life ahead of it. <laughs> and he's just been flying fucking around, dude. And I've tried to kill him at least five different occasions where I've gotten the fly swatter. I'm like, all right, this ends right now. <laughs> and he's been alphaing the fuck out of me this entire week. <laughs> I didn't. I haven't seen it. He was here. He was sitting right behind you earlier. I could see him on that fucking thing. He was just eyeballing me like, you can't fucking kill me. <laughs> and I'm terrible at you it. You should have told me. I could have just... I'm terrible. I can't fucking kill a fly with a fly swatter. I think that goes hand in hand with you being bad at first person shooters (laughs) in your hand eye and you being good at squinting. Your just eyes and your death perception is all out of whack. I'm seeing a trend here, Jason. (laughs) Number four. Don't you have glaucoma or something? Uh, Not glaucoma. Some other fuck shit. Fucked up shit. (laughs) Some Some other other fuck fuck shit. shit. (laughs) Um, I'm going to go with not getting mad at Diamond Dynasty. Okay. And if that doesn't count, I'm going to go not trusting my gut when I want to bet something. That was like my honorable mention. But I try so hard not to get mad at Diamond Dynasty, and I still get mad every single time, dude. The issue with me playing video games is I want to succeed always. Yeah. It's so like playing the show or something. Yeah. Three out of ten is a fucking all-star. Yeah. I don't like that. I want to be six out of ten, minimum. I just, I get mad, dude. I get so mad. It's it's bad. It's worse than FIFA. Oof. I'm less, I'm less uh, violent like throwing stuff and everything but like the pent-up anger inside of me he's ready to snap i'm just i'm I'm not going to because i cool down pretty quickly but in that moment yeah one of these days there's gonna be some heartbreaking shit and you're gonna put a fist through your monitor no i think it now i'm I'm more conscious of money and things (laughs) cost money and i'm like okay i'm not gonna throw it like back in the days but i still well my playstation remote wasn't broken i thought it was broken but i the last one i had i threw it not gonna lie hmm not like a hoof throw, but kind of just like a mad done. Get out of here. That's yeah. great radio right there. But uh, and also not trusting my gut when I bet want to bet something because I always have like these parlay bets. Probably I won't bet this week's parlay. And I'll end up hitting. Yeah. No, you've told me about countless amounts. Yeah. Or even when you do trust your gut and you tell your dad to do it and he doesn't do it. Yeah. And then it hits. Yeah. Like the Red Sox winning the 2013 World Series or whatever year they won. Yeah. That sucks. They were 30. I just off. saw the fucking fly behind you, Jason. He's just fucking behind you. Oh, I see him. I see him. I see him. I see him. Fucking, where's the fucking fly swatter at? I don't need a fly swatter. Nope, this is bad radio. I'm going to use my wallet, Ty. Where's the fly okay, swatter? Okay, this is a moment for Tyler. He's trying to get better at something he's bad at. It's right there. It's right there. Get him. Get him, Ty. Get him, Ty. Get him, Ty. Come on, you could. I think I missed. Did, did you get him? I think I missed. I don't know if the fly is dead or not. Did Ty, did you? Why did you backhand it like that? Okay, why why didn't you come around this side then? Because I am bad at killing flies with a fly swatter, Jason. I don't see a fly on the floor, but I don't see a fly flying around. Was there a fly on your fly swatter? Dead fly anywhere? No. 
any there's there's no gut remains on the wall or anything. I think you might have missed. <sighs> what are we on the list? <laughs> it's your turn. <laughs> Number four. Another real tough pill to swallow here. Choosing teams to be a fan of. <laughs> wow, okay. It hurts me to say it, Jay. The Angels always fucking suck. The Saints are just the most heartbreaking team in the NFL. And I'm sorry me and you are going down this Pelicans road together. Because <laughs> it's not going to be a fun one, my friend. Oh, my God. I keep popping the mic, but oh, my God. Pelicans are going to be great, bro. Yeah, that's what I want to tell myself, too. You're a troubled fan, dude. Yeah, and it hurts. It hurts, Jason. I got the best player on the fucking face of the planet on baseball. My team still isn't good. I got one of the best quarterbacks of all time. Just electric seasons back-to-back. Heartbreaking finales. This is like some kind of shit that keeps you up at night, huh? It, it haunts me. It That's haunts me brutal. almost as much as that fucking fly. If that fly was flying around with a Rams jersey on, I'd go fucking insane. <laughs> oh, my God. That's brutal, Ty. I'm sorry. I didn't know you were going to get this deep about yeah. yourself. Yeah. Wow. What was the last one on your fucking list? I want to talk about this. Um, last one on my list. Another thing we mentioned last week. Saved it for last in case you want to test it. Um, impressions slash Australian. Put some shrimp on the Barbie. <laughs> fucking terrible dude i can't i can't i can't do it i'm t- give me a uh, new york hey fuck the red sox hey hey fuck the dodgers hey dodgers Do- that's like more boston sorry the mic that's like i'm like screaming sorry for headphone users but um so i'm pretty good at boston try canadian hey, mock and mock. sorry eh that's beautiful i think you're canadian fuck yeah Hey, so, sorry, sorry, I ran the yellow light, eh? No, okay, yeah, I take that back. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Irish, uh, uh, I, I don't know what Irish people say. I'm gonna go drink some proper 12 Irish whiskey. <laughs> I was gonna say Conor McGregor. <laughs> Conor McGregor. Uh, I can't do Russian for the life of me. I don't even know what Russians sound like. Very intimidating. <laughs> I was gonna try, but I don't have a baseline to try. You've met my uncle. I have a Russian uncle. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I was on par. I don't know. <laughs> Moskov. Oh, what's that's, that? That's not terrible. That's yeah. probably your best one. Yes. Moskov. So you, you is Moskov even? No, that's a, it's that's Moscow. A, Moskov is a basketball player. Okay. <laughs> I, I can't do or in like impressions, like imp- impersonating like um like voices, like you know, like Mickey Mouse. Like I just can't do it. Like the that's Terminator. why. That's why. Is he the one that says get to the chopper? Get to the chopper. I don't think so. He's the one who said, I'll be back. I'll be back. I was just grimy. <laughs> Sounded rough. That's why I find impressions so fucking funny, it's a dude. Terminator with a throat infection. <laughs> I'll go down these rabbit holes of just watching like 30 minutes worth of impression videos just because I think they're so funny because I can't do it. Oh, Cody Bellinger now has the home run lead, my friend. 44. Damn. That's all right. Was that your last one, Jay? Yeah, I can't do impressions. Okay. Number five on my list. Makes me sad. I understand. Number five on my list. Weirdest thing I'm bad at. I I saved this one for last. Okay. Being bad at things. Oh, my God. I couldn't think of a fifth. And that's just because I do everything at least mediocre. (laughs) I'm not saying I'm elite at everything. I'm just saying I'm not bad at a lot of shit. Like, I spread (laughs) my resources. I could probably think of something you're bad at. Give me one. Um, something Tyler's bad at. 
Um, I don't know. Something where I set my mind to it, I cannot do it. Because there's things like like doing homework. I was bad at doing homework. I set my mind to it, I can do it. How about playing wiffle ball? I am fucking great at wiffle ball. You had, had a one, very poor one bad showing. outing. You had, had a one very bad poor showing in the tournament of our lives. Keep in mind. One bad outing. Was that not the most important wiffle ball game of your life? The rookie gyps. <laughs> You're not a rookie. It was rookie of adult wiffle ball. Rookie of adult wiffle ball. The, the, the yips. The jippy yips. <laughs> I feel like, in general, some sports, like, I feel like I always have moments of something happening to you. I get injured a like lot. Like you falling or you, like, getting hit in the head or... But even sports, I'm okay. You're pretty good. I'm, I'm not, not terrible. How about... Like basketball, I'm probably like not good at, but I drained a dagger three last time we went out and played. <laughs> oh, dude, I hit a nasty dagger three on Brandon last time we went. You weren't there. We were playing 21. Soccer, I was okay at. I had that one day where I sauced all y'all up. I took. I had some great fucking saves when we played at the beach. Yeah. Football, we did our flag football. Or two-hand touch football. I was all right. It's a nice little outlet. We haven't played sports as with the guys in a while it makes me sad i agree with that but again i'm just not bad at a lot of things this upcoming weekend we we should uh, we'll see um see i don't know i'm not you that's why you're bad at things oh come on no <laughs> you've got to be bad at something something just weird well i gave you four no there's more you just haven't you're not thinking of them i had I'm to sure. dive i had to dive into the deep depths of making a quesadilla to make a four per, a four <laughs> thing list jason your dad is gonna probably be like he's bad at this taking out the trash oh he's bad at doing chores if i set my mind to it i can do it i just don't want to taking out the trash i'm bad at setting my mind to things <laughs> hey there you go there's my fifth i don't like that though it's got to be something weird. The fact that it's this hard just proves that I'm not bad at a lot of things. Because I'm not you, Tyler. I can do a lot of things okay. I'm not you. That's. It's not like, it's like, oh, he's bad. It's not like bad at normal things. Like, oh, Tyler's bad at whatever. I'm bad at waking up on time for work. Okay, yeah, that's not a weird thing, though. A lot of nope. people struggle with that. Again. You can't think, n- name something I'm bad at that's weird. You can't name one. MLB The Show. I'm not bad. Eh. And that's not a weird thing. Eh. One thing I am bad at that I thought of is pressing play on YouTube videos. Yes, very much so. Well, pre- record, recording pre- YouTube videos. Pressing record, yeah. It'd be real funny if you're just sitting there watching YouTube and it was just paused. <laughs> <laughs> you, oh, maybe you're really bad at succumbing to advertisements on iPhone games and downloading more iPhone games. Yeah, no, I'll give you that one. <laughs> I'll give you, I'll put I'm that the, on my list. I'm in the exact same boat. <laughs> because I see something, I'm like, that looks like fun. Play it once, never play it again. Yep. But it stays on your phone for four months. That's why I got it set on my iPhone, where if I don't touch it for like 30 days, automatically uninstalls it. Is that a new iOS thing? Because I don't know if I have that. Uh, it's a couple iOSs ago. I'm like way iOS behind. Yeah. So, and I have a poor man wonders. iPhone 8. Yeah. This is a fun pod, Jay. It was very fun. You got anything else? Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. Five star review on more iTunes. giveaways. Oh, possibly Promised. more giveaways. No, promise. Promising more giveaways. Maybe some one hundred followers giveaways. We might sprinkle something in there. Um, make sure to hit us up. Three uh, HL Alex. Yeah. Winner winner chicken dinner. And uh, YouTube within the lines. Eh. Got to post on there. We'll wait, wait till, we'll wait till we post. I'm gonna start recording Minecraft when we play. We've told you to do this. Yeah. I know, I know, I know. All right, this is a fun pod. Be good Very fun. Be good friend, everybody. Sorry sorry I messed that up. Do you want to say it again? I already did, but I'll say it again. Be good friend, everybody.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.